We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Today, we saw the death of Congresswoman Louise Slaughter. Before the next two hours are done, we'll talk a little bit about that. Hear from several of the people who worked with her and give her her tributes. And uh, a staffer will be on the line later in the program as well. Also this week... You heard that Larry Kudlow from CNBC was picked to be President Trump's chief economic advisor. You might think of it as just that. Oh, CNBC, nothing more than that. No, there's a lot more to that with Larry Kudlow, including a Buffalo connection. Before the next two hours are done, we'll talk on that. Morgan Hook will be on the program today. He's a former communications aide to Governor David Patterson. And what a week it is to talk politics. We will be talking with him on not only everything going on in Washington, he's a Democratic political analyst, but also what goes on in Albany with Governor Cuomo after the conviction earlier this week of his former top aide, Joseph Prococo. We're going to talk a little bit more about that as well with Peter Haskell from WCBS 88. He was in the courtroom when that verdict came down, and then he also caught up with Governor Cuomo and got his reaction, one of the first reactions to it all uh, earlier this week. So we will be uh, hearing from him as well. But I think if we're talking politics, if we're talking local politics, one of the biggest stories of the entire week is one that is also continuing to unfold in the next couple of weeks. There are yet more calls for reform at the Erie County Water Authority. Standing by in just a little bit, we'll hear the latest in that regard from Erie County legislator Edward Rath. But first, I, I want to set the stage a little bit. On Thursday of this week, despite uh, uh, at least a week of controversy, Despite some calls to dissolve the Erie County Water Authority, despite some calls to even put limits on the payout deals that it can give their executives in an agency that really is, in a lot of ways, kind of a revolving door whenever a a new majority party takes over in the Erie County legislature, in an agency that so many have criticized for its patronage politics, nonetheless, the legislature on Tuesday elected Attorney Mark Carney, a Democrat, to replace Bob Anderson, a Republican, on the Water Authority Commissioner's Board. Carney was a choice put forth by Erie County Democrats. He has donated heavily to the Erie County Democratic Party. Legislator Kevin Hardwick, a Republican, talked about all of it earlier this week with us. The, the, the pick of the chairman, uh, Mark Carney, uh, got 10 votes. Uh, the only vote uh, against him was Tom Logren, a Democrat. Prior to that, however, uh, Tom Logren had a resolution which would have delayed the vote for at least 90 days, putting a 90-day moratorium on that. That vote failed 7-4. Uh, to four. Uh, I joined Tom in, uh, in that vote, as did Jack Mills, uh, a Republican, and Lynn Dixon, an Independence Party member. Um, the, uh, the, vote, uh, the, you know, the vote would have delayed things. It, uh, it, uh, it um, failed. Uh, so the chair of the legislature, Pete Savage, put up Mark Carney's name. Now, now realize the the law governing the Erie County Water Authority is from the state. It's a state authority. It is not a department of Erie County government. All we do in the legislature is appoint the commissioners. And the way the law reads, uh, the chair of the legislature puts up a, a nominee, and we can either vote for or against them. And I think most people, well, ten of us, felt as as I did, 
that uh, Mark Carney, who interviewed about a week ago for the uh, for the job, along with two other candidates, was certainly qualified for this. Uh, so in the end, I, a Republican, voted for this Democrat because I couldn't vote against him. I couldn't figure out a reason not to vote for him because I, I think he certainly was qualified. Um, I think we all realize that reforms need to come at the authority, but those reforms are going to have to come from the state. I have a resolution that uh, was referred to the Government Affairs Committee yesterday that dealt with the issue of golden parachutes and would urge the state to change the law governing the authority to outlaw, in effect, these golden parachutes, which I think started this latest round of publicity about the authority. In fact, what the golden parachute deal would have given uh, Earl John, the chair of the commission, about a three hundred, maybe $400,000 payout if he was ever ousted from the authority. And again, because of the way this thing works, every time a new party takes over, they try to put their own people on the board. Therefore, a new majority on the board comes up, and uh, it was controlled by Republicans. Once Carney takes over, it will be controlled by Democrats. And and this whole scenario is something that really had Logren uh, very upset, saying he really wished they could have just put it all on hold and worked a little more about uh, all the politics and the patronage and the parachutes. Well, it's very frustrating. Everybody knows it. My colleagues know it. The county executive knows it. The state delegation knows it, and most importantly, the ratepayers know it, that this is a failed and broken system, and this vote today was to sustain a culture of corruption. Now, you had some of your colleagues with you earlier in the day, but in the end, it was a 10 to 1 vote. I thought I had the votes, and, uh, you know, this is a victory for the party chairman today. So, I... You know, there were a lot of questions raised in there. Is it, you know, is, is, can reform happen with, with Mark Carney? No. What? It's a broken system. Two-thirds, one-third. I've been in, serving the legislature for a decade. All my years here, there's three commissioners. These, this latest outrage, the golden parachutes, it was a two-to-one vote. Was anybody on your radio station complaining about the vote? Was anybody doing an op-ed piece? There's no checks and balances. The Buffalo News had to foil those contracts. So there was no heads up for, for the dissenting vote. How would delaying it 90 days correct the corruption that's been going on for decades? I think it would have sent a clear message to our state delegation that we're serious about reform. And I think it would have been uh, to uh, 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 form a panel and a commission with uh, looking at our options, whether private management or folding it into a county department. Uh, it would have been uh, the beginning of the end of, of, uh, of this culture of corruption. That's Erie County Legislator Tom Logren earlier in the week. Let's bring in live now Erie County Legislator Ed Rath, a Republican from Amherst. Ed, thanks for joining us. You, I understand, are about to move kind of in the same direction that, that Legislator Logren talked about. Tell me what you're proposing in regard to a, a reform commission. Uh, thanks for being here, by the way. Tell me what you're proposing in, in terms of a reform commission for the uh, Erie County Water Authority. Good morning, Dave. I'm happy to be here. Um, that's exactly what I'm uh, proposing is a task force of industry experts who can come in to the county legislature being appointed by both the majority caucus and the minority caucus and offering 
really some expert opinion on what's happening at the Water Authority and how we can provide legitimate and serious reforms to the outcomes that are provided for the ratepayers of Erie County. Are you one who wants to see it folded into Erie County government? You know, when it comes to the model and the structure of the Water Authority, I think we need to be very careful. Uh, There have been some ideas to fold it into county government, but there are operational models that are working in other communities that I think we need to research. And my task force, which we've been working on for a couple weeks, and my resolution is almost complete, will literally bring in people from the outside, municipal uh, water distribution experts, engineers, uh, perhaps water conservation experts, as well as uh, a representative from the county attorney's office to sit ex officio on this task force and look organically at what's happening at other water authorities across New York State and perhaps other models across the country because we have lost the trust of the ratepayers, Dave, and that's very frustrating. We need to look at ways in which we can reform it. So once this resolution is proposed, uh, I would say within a four- to six-month period, uh, this task force can provide its recommendations back to us at the county legislature, and we can look to see how we can petition New York State, because understand New York State is the one that controls our water authority, so we can petition New York State for ways to reform it. All right. Now, if you're talking other models, I, I'm, I'm not the task force, obviously, but I can think of three, leaving it like it is, spinning it off into an Erie County department or possibly privatizing it. Is that last one one you're considering? I think we've got to look at every model, Dave. Um, there have been examples, and just this past week in the Wall Street Journal, it was an example of a privatization of a water authority in the state of Connecticut. So if that model is uh, working, uh, we've got to look at it very closely. I do know this, that if we keep business as usual, we're going to have the politics that are going to be uh, embedded within the Water Authority, and we're going to have a lot of uh, agendas that might not be in the best interest of the ratepayers of Erie County. So this task force can detach the politics from the Water Authority. We're going to have three appointees from the Majority Caucus, three appointees from the Minority Caucus, and I think at the end of the day, uh, we're going to see what's working, what's not working. And also understand this, there are hundreds of tremendous employees over at the Water Authority that are doing great work for our community. Unfortunately, there are some uh, political uh, components right now, particularly the golden parachute that is really capturing the attention of everyone. But understand this, day in, day out, the Water Authority is doing great work for the ratepayers of Erie County. I understand that when they voted in Mark Carney, the the most recent Democrat to uh, take his seat coming up in April, that it was 10 to 1 with Tom Loughran being the only no. You were in favor of Mark Carney, while at the same time you're saying, gee, this is full of politics. Explain how, in your mind, that's not a dichotomy. Well, that's a good question, Dave. And I think at the end of the day, uh, Mark Carney made a wonderful presentation, as did both other candidates uh, for the commissioner position at the Water Authority. Uh, Mark has a tremendous background uh, in the legal field. Uh, His family and himself have been involved in public service for a long time. Uh, Much like my colleague, uh, Legislator Hardwick, uh, I couldn't find a reason to not support Mark Carney. But going into the process, he was one of three candidates that was uh, interviewed and interested, and he was the only one that was a major Democratic donor. Doesn't that perpetuate the political system here? I understand your point, but uh, I don't think that um, him being a political donor at the end of the day really uh, is what influenced me or anyone else when it comes to him being appointed to the Water Authority. I think it was his background. I think it was his presentation. Clearly, he did his homework. 
Uh, we asked tough questions. I mean, we were there for a couple of hours interviewing these commissioners to make sure that they had done their homework and were prepared. And I think Mark was. And we asked him if politics is going to be a motivation at all for his decision-making as a commissioner, and he said it would not. All right. 803-0930 is the number. We're talking about the Erie County Water Authority. Ed Rath is with us for just a little bit longer. If you'd like to get aboard, now would be the time. He's here till about uh, 1030. We're talking about uh, the reform measure that he's putting forward. Wants to see basically a blue ribbon panel try to study what's best for the Water Authority. Again, with all of the politics and the patronage and those golden parachutes being in the news, we figured now would be a good time to open up the phone calls. We'll take a quick break, give you a chance to dash to the phones, and then return with Ed Rath after this. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. This is Dave Debo. Erie County Legislator Ed Rath, an Amherst Republican, is with us. He's about to introduce a measure in the legislature calling for a task force or a blue ribbon commission to look at the Erie County Water Authority to examine what would be best for its future in light of all of the discussion that's come out about how they are so politicized in light of the uh, golden parachute deal for the current chairman uh, that some people say runs up to about as high as $400,000. There's a lot of criticism of the authority. Ed says, let's get to it. Let's try to figure out what to do in terms of going forward, maybe even with privatization. And, of course, the county legislature can't exactly themselves do this. They would recommend something to the state legislature, a local rule message. The state delegation locally would say, okay, we're on board, theoretically, and then it could go off and and be approved by the rest of the state. Part of that scenario, Ed, though, uh, thanks for sticking with us. If people want to join and and have a question for Ed, by the way, 803-0930 is the number. Part of that scenario would involve somehow the state legislature dealing with the debt, I know that authorities exist for the sake of bonding, for taking out uh, loans to themselves, basically, in order to run an authority. I know that a couple years ago when reform was looming, they took out even more bonds. So there's a big debt there that would have to somehow be addressed if you wanted to either privatize it or if you wanted to somehow roll it into Erie County government. What are your thoughts there? How, how can that hurdle be cleared? Uh, The debt at the Water Authority, and and you're right, Dave, this is a very important question, and it's one of the first things that really comes to mind when you think about the Water Authority, is between 75 and $100 million. That's what the outstanding debt is at the Water Authority. And it is a major concern that if this were to fold in underneath county government, uh, that we would have to assume that debt obligation. So I think that's going to be one of the um, points that we're going to make to this task force is to look at uh, that scenario and what we can do to to solve that question. Could the county just rebond to cover that, or would they have to throw that into the county budget as, as a regular department? I would think we'd have to look at both ideas of either rebonding or pushing it into um, uh, another department of Erie County. Uh, I have deep concerns about it being a county department. Uh, I would admit that to you. Uh, I would hope there'd be a model out there that could be something other than that. But Again, uh, I don't want to have the county legislature researching this, the county legislature perhaps interjecting agendas and politics into this process. I'd much rather have it so we reach into some community experts uh, to make some recommendations to us. How likely is it that the state would go along with whatever scenario comes up here? Uh, We just got a a comment on our text line. At the end of the day, nothing will change. It's been this way for at least 30 years. Can the legislature, uh, with all the best intention and and some good PR along the way, too, put forth recommendations that just evaporate at the state level? Well, it would be my hope that the uh, state delegation, as well as all of New York State, would 
see the challenges that we have at the Water Authority. And mind you, these are challenges that are exclusive to Erie County. Uh, these are probably the same challenges in Onondaga County, Monroe County, Nassau County, all the other areas that have water authorities. And reform has to happen. And, you know, this is a year in which, uh, you know, there are campaigns, there is uh, statewide races that are happening. So there's going to be a microscope on state government. This is another way for us to uh, heighten a focus on a real problem across New York State. So you think that if this is timed well enough, it could be a campaign issue and, and maybe uh, raised on the state level as part of the bigger debate goes, that goes on about ethics? I think it needs to be a part of the conversation. Absolutely, Dave. Um, we have a huge challenge here. And um, who better than the folks that, uh, you know, sit in the state house to look into it because they're the ultimate decision makers. But again, I go back to my model of the task force. And I think if we go to the community and we find a panel of experts who are going to be doing this for the right reasons and trying to improve our water authority, we can start to restore the trust of the ratepayers of Erie County. Because right now that is lost. And I think this is a major step in the right direction to restoring that trust. Hasn't this been done before? Wasn't there a commission or a group of reform plans about 10 years ago that ended up failing to get any real traction? You know, there was something that was looked into uh, before my time in the county legislature. And uh, I think that uh, it it didn't uh, succeed or move forward, like you said. Uh, But maybe let's look at what was uh, proposed before and improve on it. And I also want to make an important point that at that time, uh, County Legislator Tom Lochran was the chairman of the committee where this proposed reform to the Water Authority never occurred. And the reason why that part of the proposed reform never occurred was because he let it languish in his committee. So many times he talks about politics and he talks about agendas and he talks about we need to move quickly on reform when he was the very person who stalled those potential reforms more than a decade ago. And yet this time around, he would have been the one that would be stalling the uh, the imposition of another Democratic commissioner? Could it be that he had a, a change of heart? Or is that story just another reason why so many people out there, I believe, would say this thing is never going to change? Well, I can't speak to, to his agenda or, or what his thought processes are. All I can speak to is the fact that change has to happen. All right. The best way I believe for this change to happen is through this task force idea. Ed, uh, I didn't plan it this way. We are almost out of time here. We have one call that's still on hold. Can you stick with us uh, for maybe two or three minutes after the break uh, and take that call, and then we'll let you go on your way? I'd be happy to, Dave. Great. Very good, then. Erie County Legislator Ed Rath is with us. We're talking ever so briefly now, just a little bit more, about the Erie County Water Authority. And then after the newscast, we'll also move on and look at the big Percoco verdict out of Albany. One of Governor Cuomo's former top aides convicted of three felonies in that big corruption trial. We'll kick that around after the newscast as well. Stay with us. Much more to come. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. This is Dave Debo. Closing moments now with Erie County Legislator Ed Rath. Later this week or shortly, Ed, uh, tell me a little bit more about the time frame. You're about to introduce a, a measure that would call for a, a commission, basically, to evaluate the Erie County Water Authority. When will it all happen? Well, we're going to propose a resolution in the next couple of weeks, and then the thought process is within 45 days after the resolution is proposed, uh, the task force will be impaneled. And then after that point, anywhere from four to six months, uh, we're going to give them to do their due diligence and come back to the legislature with recommendations. All right. Enough time left here to squeeze in one quick call before we move to our next segment. Bob and Buffalo, you're up. Hi. I listened to Dave DiPietro yesterday on your, on your show, and uh, there was a call uh, regarding the Water Authority. All the control is in Albany. 
This task force is going to do absolutely nothing. They'll generate a report, and then it will be ignored. Nothing is going to change. How is he wrong, Ed? Well, Bob, I think you point to uh, the culture uh, that's in Albany right now in many ways, and I share that same frustration. But the least we can do, I think, is come up with some uh, aggressive recommendations, calls for reform, putting Albany on notice that the ratepayers and the residents of Erie County are fed up with what's happening over there and hope for the best. And if the timing is such, do you envision this being a campaign issue? I think the timing is uh, very fortuitous, to be honest with you. Uh, let's bring this out into the open uh, in the summer of 2018 uh, when folks are moving around talking about you know, the work that they're doing in Albany. And uh, I think it's actually a, a good opportunity for us to put it out there right now. All right, Ed, thanks for joining us this morning. Glad you could make it. Thank you, Dave. That's Erie County Legislator Ed Rapp. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.